Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, hello, and oh, hello. <laughs> How are you? Each and every one of you. How are you? Oh, my goodness me. Do you know what? It's a lovely day again here today. Um, not too hot. Going to, I'm going to keep yawning. I do apologise. Um, yep, it's not too hot. It's not raining. Um, oh, it's just lovely. Really nice. Um, so, what have we got in store for you today? Well, now, first of all, before anything else, I want to say hi to somebody. I want to say hi to piper hello sweetie pie <laughs> um how are you i hope that you're listening even though the story that you've been listening to which is the daisy and the trouble with unicorns one has finished we're gonna have to find another daisy one for you aren't we um so unfortunately today we don't have daisy but I hope you're going to listen anyway. Uh, right. Now, uh, let's have a look. The riddle from yesterday. What was it? Well, it was from Neela Rose, wasn't it? And it says, what can you lose that grows back? But if you lose it again, it won't grow back the third time. What was it, I wonder? And Jasper, you were correct. So well done, you. Jasper, you got, uh, you guessed uh, tooth. So if you lose it the first time, it will grow back. But if you lose it the second time, oh, no, 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 you don't get a third chance. <laughs> so well done. Well done, Neela Rose, for the for the riddle and well done Jasper for for guessing it correctly although I'm sure that everybody else got it as well so what about this riddle okay this one's from me and there are two possible answers and I'd quite like you to be able to guess both answers uh, but if you can only guess one then that's fine and either one will do so let's have a look. I'm tall when I'm young and I'm short when I'm old. What am I? Two possible answers. So what are the answers? Ooh. <laughs> well, you get back to me and let me know. Oh, my goodness me. So let us have a fun fact ooh and do you know what um i'm not overly keen on this fun fact <laughs> who knows what a billionaire is it's somebody that has over a billion pounds or a billion dollars um whichever you use um in your country but it's a very 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 rich person and the most common zodiac sign so um the wh whatever you were born month you were born um 
whatever time of the year that you were born uh, is your zodiac sign. So mine's Cancer um, because I was born when I was. Um, but the most common zodiac sign among billionaires is Aquarius. So if you are born under the sign Aquarius, then you may become a billionaire. Apparently, though, the least common one is cancer. That's why I've got no money. <laughs> that is why I am not a billionaire. It's because I was born in the wrong star sign. Oh, I'm going to blame my mum. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, um, so what is your star sign? Do you know it? If not, ask mummy and daddy because they will. Um, so that's going to be the question at the end of the today's episode. I want to know who's likely to become a billionaire um, in amongst my listeners. <laughs> I can be friends with those people. <laughs> not really. Oh, my goodness. Um, money isn't everything, is it? Apparently. So they keep telling me. Um quite strange that it's the people without the money that um says say or people with the money sorry that say money isn't everything you're like well actually it kind of is <laughs> it could buy me a lot of happiness anyway who have we got messages from um apparently i asked yesterday uh, what was your favourite subject at school? And apparently, Sienna, you like art. I used to like art at school as well. Um, and also, you were a strawberry smoothie girl. Hmm. So, another strawberry one. Strawberry is definitely up there at the top of the smoothie flavours for people. Uh, Andrew, your favourite, do you know what, I am absolutely not surprised that your favourite subject is English because um, you like word games and I just knew you were going to say English. Uh, my favourite, absolute favourite subject at school was English as well. I loved English. Um and I love word games as well. So there we go. <laughs> and you also asked um, if I can read Mr. Christmas oh, near Christmas, which, of course, I can do. Absolutely. But you have to remind me nearer Christmas, though, because you know what my memories are like. <laughs> um, however, you did say that you don't even think about Christmas until the first of december oh my god i'm thinking about christmas already i'm actually have bought christmas presents already i have to otherwise i can't afford christmas right at the very end <laughs> but but um my decorations go up on the first of november which is a whole month before december <laughs> 
That's because I just get so excited about Christmas. I love Christmas. I would happily keep my decorations up all year round and just have Christmas all year round. Um, so um, remind me closer to the time. I will put a little thing in my diary to read Mr Christmas, but remind me again. Um, so Jasper, you like writing um, at school. So I don't know whether that comes under English. I assume it does. Um, because once when you wrote a story, you got a sticker from the head teacher and a card saying, well done. So it must have been a brilliant story. Um, I would love to read it. Have you still got it? Um, I love reading other people's stories, as you can tell. <laughs> um, so, yeah, please, if you've still got that story, send it in um, and then I can uh, read it. I'd love to. Right. OK, so what days is it today? We have Tuesday, which means it's a work day for me. Um, however, it is not a work day or a school day for my children and they are all going off to London. Um, so they're going to London with their uncle and their auntie and uh, one of their cousins. Uh, they're going to um, the Natural History Museum. So they're going to see the dinosaurs. <laughs> and what else? <laughs> they're going to um, have a, a boat trip on the River Thames, which they're all looking forward to. Uh, but they're also going on the underground, which my daughter is not looking forward to. She might not even be going on there. <laughs> My sister may have to uh, take her on a bus um, instead of the underground because she's getting quite panicky about going on the underground. My boys are getting quite excited though. So there you go. Um, right, but what other day is it today? The 8th of August. It is International Cat day so you have to pamper those fur babies um my cat is pampered anyway definitely a pampered puss cat um it, but not only is it uh international cat day but it's also scottish wildcat day so don't know much about scottish wildcats but um it's a cat so it would also be come under the international cat day uh what else oh national happiness happens day <laughs> national happiness happens day so you've got to go out there and be happy 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 uh smile at everybody say hi to everyone just be happy um one of uh one of the quotes that i remember about life and about happy is cheerfulness is what greases the axles of the world so don't go through life creaking 
So basically, don't go through life creaking with unhappiness. Make sure you're happy. Uh, and I am definitely, definitely happy. Um, National Bowling Day. So who likes bowling? Who can do bowling? I like bowling, but I am rubbish at it. Every time I throw the ball, it goes into the little gutters down the side. So even as an adult, I have to have the sides up so that it can actually go straight. And I don't think I have ever in my entire life had um, a strike, got a strike. So I am not very good at it at all. My children are much better. In fact, my son um, threw the ball to go and knock down our skittles at the end of the lane. Um, he threw it that hard. I don't know how he even picked it up and threw it, but he threw it that hard. It bounced over the lanes and went down the next person's lane and knocked their skittles down instead. So they weren't happy. <laughs> uh, so what else is it? National Frozen Custard Day. I don't know whether I'd like frozen custard. I'm not particularly a fan of cold custard, so um, mm, don't know whether I'd like that. <laughs> but it is also Top 8 Challenge Day. Now, what is that, I hear you ask? And it's not one I've made up. I promise, promise, promise. Um, so apparently the top eight allergens, so the top eight things that people are allergic to are milk, eggs, wheat, fish, peanuts, tree nuts, soy and shellfish. So that's eight things. So the day today um is a day when you should cut out all of those eight things, okay, and see if you feel any better, see if you feel any healthier, because sometimes somebody um, goes through life sort of feeling a bit, Ugh, but they don't know why, and it's because they're allergic to something that they've eaten, um, but they don't know it. So, because those are the eight, top eight things that people are allergic to, you cut them all out for the day and see if you feel any better. If you do, then you introduce them back um, one at a time. And then um, when you feel bad again, you know that that's the thing that makes you feel bad. So there you go. Um I don't think I'm allergic to any of them, to be honest. Um, I'm happy to eat. I don't <clears throat> don't really eat soy or salt, shellfish anyway. Um, but all the rest of it I eat. So I'm quite happy with that. <laughs> but I know a lot of people who um, are allergic to things. Um, I'm not 100% sure I'm allergic to anything. Um so I'm quite lucky, really. Um, my brother is allergic to wasp stings. Um, 
and he gets very poorly if he if he gets stung by a wasp so he hates wasps he has to keep well out of the way of them um so what else is it oh it's afternoon tea week oh i love that we don't often have afternoon tea because it's a posh thing okay so afternoon tea is like you get to about four o'clock and you have sandwiches and cakes and the sandwiches are cut up in little tiny triangles and they're very very delicate sandwiches like cucumbers and um salmon and things like that cream cheese sandwiches <laughs> and they sound gorgeous don't they and the cakes are like little tiny fancy cakes um and they're on a stand and you have a cup of tea with them well a pot of tea actually uh so um it's afternoon tea week so every afternoon you should be having afternoon tea and having a posh tea so we want um all our posh very thinly sliced sandwiches not these great big door stops that my kids love um we have tiny tiny little ones google afternoon tea and see what uh what pops up so that you know what you're looking for <laughs> um i am definitely going to be having afternoon tea absolutely 100 percent. so there you go uh right that is that um got some sporty fun facts for you okay and these are kind of jargon busters so um they explain what different words mean okay so in cricket you have a wicket which is the three um sticks going down and then the stumps on the top so the word wicket means small gate and because cricket stumps look like little gates, they became known as wickets. And when a cricket batsman scores no runs, it's called a duck because zero, um, the, the number zero, is the shape of a duck egg. And when a batsman is out on the first ball, it's a golden duck. So catching a crab is a phrase used when rowers get an oar stuck in the water and that slows their boat down. Um, the flamingo, crane and fishtail are all positions in synchronised swimming. Ooh. And in Japanese, judo means the gentle way. Kung Fu means work or training. Karate means empty-handed. And sumo means both rushing together. <laughs> so, what else? Throw in the towel. There's a good one. What does that mean? It means giving up before the fight is over. It comes from boxing when the Boxer's helper throws a towel into the ring to tell the referee that the boxer doesn't want to carry on anymore. How good is that? 
Cow Corner is the name of an area of the cricket field where so few shots are played that it's thought cows could graze there <laughs> undisturbed. Oh, this was an interesting one for me because I play badminton. Badminton was originally called Pune because it came from the Indian town of Pune. There we go. But nobody liked that name in England, so it was renamed Badminton after it was played at the Duke of Beaufort's Gloucestershire home, Badminton House. I didn't know that. And in Californian surfing talk, cooking means a really good wave. Noodled means exhausted. I so have to use that word. I'm not going to be exhausted anymore. I am going to be noodled. Love it. Wipeout means to fall off the board. And landlord is a great white shark. I never knew that, did you? That is what we've got to refer to great white sharks as. Landlord. And slam dunk, you probably know this one, is when a basketball player jumps up to the basket and slams the ball downwards into the net with one or both hands. I knew that one. Well, this one is a little bit, ooh. The word gymnastics comes from the Greek for naked. Early gymnasts used to perform without wearing any clothes. Oh my goodness me. Oh, well, that was one to finish on, wasn't it? Fancy doing, can you imagine watching gymnasts doing their gymnastics and or even being a gymnast and doing your gymnastics without any clothes on oh i don't think so too many things to get in the way <laughs> oh my goodness me no 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 um right uh let us see what story we can read today? Okay. I thought we would read The Squabblers. Okay. So here goes. Did you ever hear the tale of Snap, Snarl and Sneery? It's really rather funny. As you can tell, probably, by their names, they were not very good-tempered goblins. They lived together in a little cottage and all day long they snapped and snarled and sneered. It was really dreadful to hear them. Old Mr Kindly lived next door to them and it was very lucky for him that he was deaf. Or oh, he would have been most upset to hear, him, hear them squabbling all day through. But when he left his cottage and went to live with his sister, somebody else came to live there. And she wasn't deaf at all. 
she was Dame Sensible, a good-hearted, bustling old woman, always ready to help anyone. She was just as good-tempered as the goblins were bad-tempered. She couldn't believe her ears when she heard the squabblers next door. I tell you, I didn't. You did. You're a storyteller. <gasps> Who's a storyteller? I've never told a story in my life. Ooh, what a fib. Well, what about you? Who took my sweets when I left them on the mantelpiece? I didn't. You did. You're a storyteller. Oh, dear, dear. It went on like that all the time. And as the goblins had very loud voices, Dame Sensible simply couldn't help hearing every single word. The goblins even woke up in the middle of the night and squabbled about who had the most bedclothes. You've pulled all the clothes off me. I didn't. That was Snap. He turned over and dragged them off. Anyway, it's a warm night. It isn't. It's bitterly cold. Ooh, fibber. All right, if you think it's so warm, you can give me your share of the blankets then. Oh, you horrid thing, I haven't got a single cover over me at all. Give them back. Then there would come the sound of a tremendous fight and Dame Sensible would stuff her fingers in her ears and wish and wish and wish that her neighbours would stop quarrelling and let her go to sleep. She complained about the quarrelling to the people in the village. Oh, those three squabblers, she said. I wish I could stop them. Has anyone ever tried? Oh, there's only one good thing to... Bring them to their senses, said Mr. Gomp, and that's a good slap. Well, Dame Sensible was rather shocked. She didn't believe in slapping people. But surely there is a kinder way of curing them, she said. Well, you find it then, said Mr. Gomp. Next door, the goblins were squabbling again and she could hear them shouting in their usual tiresome way. I didn't, you did. I tell you I didn't. She went to see them. Snap opened the door. Good afternoon, he said quite politely. Oh, good afternoon, said Dame Sensible. I've come to say that I can't bear to hear you squabbling all the time like this. I'm sure that if you know it makes me unhappy, you will stop. Of course, said Snap at once. I'm quite willing, Dame Sensible. So am I, said Snarl. Me too, said Sneery. Well, Dame Sensible felt very pleased indeed. 
Oh, there now, I thought you'd all stop that dreadful quarrelling if I asked you, she said. I never quarrel, said Snap. It's these other two. You wouldn't believe how annoying they are, Dame Sensible. Oh, how dare you say that, cried Snarl. You dreadful fibber, cried Sneery. Who began the quarrel this morning, the one about the milk? And who... Hold your tongue, said Snap, at once. <gasps> what do you mean, hold my tongue, shouted Sneery. I shan't. Oh, do hush, said poor Dame Sensible, putting her hands up to her ears. Now, listen to me. If you could just once go for a whole day without squabbling, you would find out how pleasant and peaceful it is. And you would never quarrel again. Wouldn't that be nice? There was a silence. The goblins looked at Dame Sensible. Mm, what will you give us if we do manage to go for a whole day without squabbling? Asked Snap artfully. He could see a way of getting something for nothing. And this kind old lady looked as if she would be ready to give them a nice present. Well, listen, said Dame Sensible, taking out her purse. I want a quiet day tomorrow because I'm making a special spell. It would be worth three whole pounds if you can manage not to squabble. So look, there's one up on the shelf for Snap if he doesn't quarrel. And there's one for Snarl if he manages not to squabble too. And one for Sneery. I will come in tomorrow evening and see if you've earned them. She went out smiling. She was sure that would do the trick. The goblins would certainly keep their tempers for the sake of spending a whole pound each. It was a lot of money to them. Now, hmm, the goblins meant to earn those pounds. What an easy way of earning money, just to stop squabbling for one day. <laughs> they could all do that. The next morning they all sat down to breakfast and gave each other little smiles. Then they looked at the shelf where the pounds were and they winked at one another. Easy money, said Snap. Rather, said Snarl, I know what I'm going to spend my pound on. A bag of toffees. Ooh! Oh, just like you, said Sneery in a sneering voice. Bang goes your pound on something to eat and that's the end of it. I shall buy some eggs and put them under the hen and then later on I shall get chicks from the eggs and make a lot of money. Oh, you always did think too much of making money, said Snap. I shall spend my pound on a new red cap. Red, how ho 
horrible. It won't suit you a bit, said Snarl at once. Yes, it will. And let me tell you this. I'm spending my pound how I like without any advice from you, said Snap at once. You're squabbling, said Snarl ang angrily. I am not, said Snap. <sighs> anyway, it takes two at least to make a quarrel. So if I'm squabbling, you must be squabbling also. Ha ha. Oh, ha ha back, said Snarl rudely. What with you buying a red hat and Sneery buying eggs, I feel like I'm living with two big sillies. And I shan't offer you any of my toffees either. Not even a teeny weeny little one. You're mean and you're greedy and always were, said Sneery. <gasps> I'm not, cried Snarl indignantly. You are, I tell you, and don't shout at me, cried Sneery. Do you see what you're doing? You're quarrelling, see? You won't get your pound. I shall, said Snarl. I shall take it now and put it into my pocket. I shall tell Dame Sensible you've quarrelled and quarrelled and quarrelled, said Snap, joining in. And she will give Sneery and me your pound between us. She won't. It's in my pocket, said Snarl with a grin. Sneery and Snap flung themselves on him and threw him on the floor. In a second they had his pound. He hit out at them and howled. You are a naughty, quarrelsome goblin, said Snap severely, and you shan't have your pound. So there. And do you know what he did? He went to the window, opened it and threw the pound as far as ever he could. <gasps> that was too much for Snarl. He rushed to the shelf, got hold of the other two pounds there and threw those out of the window too. There goes yours as well, he squealed. <gasps> All three glared at one another and then there was the sounds of slaps and thuds and biffs as they all fought together calling one another names. They got tired at last and went out into the garden to look for the pounds but they couldn't find them which really wasn't a bit surprising because They'd all gone over the wall into Dame Sensible's garden. They felt rather uncomfortable when they couldn't find the pounds. <gasps> what would Dame Sensible say? Oh, what should they tell her? Dame Sensible happened to be out in the garden when the three pounds came over the wall and one of them hit her on the cheek. She was most surprised and very much annoyed. She had heard the quarrelling, of course, and had made, quite made up her mind that the three squabblers were not going to have those pounds. And dear me, there were the coins flying over the fence, one after the other. 
she marched straight into the goblin's cottage. Snap, snarl and sneery smiled at her nervously. Um, we haven't squabbled yet, said Snap untruthfully. Oh, not once, said Snarl. Aren't we good, said Sneery. Where are the pounds then, said Dame Sensible, looking at the shelf. Oh, dear me, are they gone, said Snap, pretending to be surprised. I can't imagine where they are. Well, I can tell you, said Dame Sensible, opening her purse. They're in here. Three shouting, quarrelsome goblins called Snap, Snarl and Sneery lost their tempers and flung them out of the window and they fell in my garden. I picked them up and I shall not give them to you, of course. Oh, you are mean, said Snap. You promised us a reward. You shall have a reward, all right, said Dame Sensible grimly. A reward for quarrelling, not for being good-tempered. Kindliness isn't any good for people like you. Come here, Snap, and she gave him a hard smack on the head. And goodness me, you should have heard the howls that went up from Snap, Snarl and Sneery when they felt the hard, horny hand of old Dame Sensible. They really did feel sorry for themselves. Now you listen to me, said Dame Sensible. I live next door to you and I like peace and quiet. I shall come in and slap you every time you disturb me. If you want to squabble, you can squabble in whispers. Is that quite clear? Oh, it was. Snap, snarl and sneery nodded mournfully. Oh, dear, to think they'd lost those pounds and earned a slap instead. How very, very foolish they had been. Dame Sensible went to the door. Now remember, she said, squabble all you like. I shan't try to stop you, but if I hear you... Ooh, I shall come marching in. The three goblins were upset and scared to think that Dame Sensible could be so fierce. And yet she had tried to be kind to them and offered them those pounds. It was all their own fault. Perhaps we'd better not quarrel any more, said Snap at last. But it isn't so easy to stop once you've got into the habit of squabbling. And now, if they want to lose their tempers and say horrid things, they have to say them in a whisper, in case Dame Sensible hears. And you know, it's very, very difficult to be terribly angry in whispers. And so, I rather think Snap, Snarl and Sneery will have to give up this quarrelling soon because really it's impossible to quarrel in a whisper. And one of these days I expect Dame Sensible will come in and give them those three pounds. 
I think her name suits her, don't you? She really is very, very sensible. I mean, it really is very difficult to argue in a whisper. Um, so have you ever tried it? It's just not worth it because you can't get angry if you can't shout. <laughs> so there, there you go. Um, definitely, definitely. Um, I think they will soon stop quarrelling altogether. It's not not nice, is it? Though it's not nice to have a slap either. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, Piper, say hello to your mummy page for me. Um, and don't forget to answer the question, what star sign are you? Ooh. Um, so I'm going to be curious as to who is what sign. As yes, as I say, I'm Cancer, so um, I'm a crab. I'm not quite sure if that's good or bad. Just means I'm not going to be a billionaire, which I already knew anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, you all have a great day, and I will go to work. I'm sure, my children are going to have a great day because. Um, they're going to London, baby. <laughs> so, make sure you have a great day. Make sure you take care and stay safe. And make sure you join me again tomorrow. And we'll do it all again. <laughs> Bye for now.